0: We're talking with Isatana today, who is a global SaaS company, uh, software as a service, of course, and they provide video analytic technology designed to identify abnormal events and unexpected behaviour in real time for large scale surveillance networks. They have a market cap of around six and a half million ASX code ICE. We have with us Matt McFarlane, who's both the CEO and managing director. Matt, thanks for your time. Great to see you, Tim. Now, now, Matt, for investors who don't know Isatana, can you talk through your, your business model and, and talk through what the company actually does? Sure. So we build
1: AI software technology for the surveillance industry. Uh, principally, we focus on large surveillance networks. And what our technology does is it It connects to existing surveillance cameras, learns movement patterns, understands what's happening in front of them, and then starts sending alerts in real time to control rooms so that security surveillance operators start to see stuff in real time rather than just having a giant recording network, which is what most security
0: surveillance networks are used for, just recording. And is that a subscription model you operate on?
1: Yes. So yeah, our business model is oriented around a price per camera per month. Uh, so it's a very much a SaaS offering. Um, we've been transitioning the business from a historically uh, enterprise based pricing. So there's a, a big transition has been going on over the last few years
0: towards that. And, and last year revenue was around $1.7 million with 15% growth. Could you provide some context on, on that growth rate? Yeah, naturally, I was a
1: bit disappointed with that for a software company. I was expecting uh, us to do a little better. Um, however, we have been somewhat constrained by delays in the launch of our updated product, which is finally in market now and uh, looking really promising. Um, however, we should also keep in context that there's a big transition going on in the in the SaaS side of things. So, our annualized recurring revenue, which is our preferred metric, which is the recurring revenue subscriptions. Um, grew to be about 83% of last year's turnover as opposed to 63% in the year before. So when you go through a transition like that, you're shifting from large upfront payments into more recurring payments. Uh, you are often suffer on your top-line
0: growth. And, and what is that kind of target growth rate ideally? So I'd rather
1: see our growth more around the 25 to 40% per annum at least uh, and hopefully
0: more over time, of course, Um, And, and of course, this week you've announced a strategic placement to Magnica, a Japanese tech company that probably most Australians have never heard about. Uh, Can you tell us a a bit more about them and and the placement?
1: Sure. So Magnica is actually a $1.8 billion market cap company. It's based out of uh, Tokyo. It's been around for a long time and they specialise in very technical um, capabilities for uh, solutions for large corporate customers. They've got a lot of PhD-style Uh, technical people within their organisation, they distribute products like NVIDIA's uh, graphics cards and they build bespoke solutions for a large number of customers around the world, they've got actually global distribution capability, which really excites us. So a very substantial presence outside of their home market in Japan, within South Korea, Taiwan, uh, Brazil, and increasingly in Europe. Uh, We've already worked with their um, subsidiaries in Brazil on a number of opportunities, and we've sold uh, through their main business in Japan, which is a really interesting market for uh, the surveillance industry, since a lot of money is spent on uh, guards in Japan, even though it feels like very safe uh, country to be in. Uh, there's an increasing uh, demand for new guards and those guards are now being replaced by cameras because it's very hard to get uh, staff to take on those types of jobs.
0: And, and is that a trend you're seeing globally uh, outside of Japan, for example?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. An increasing move to using technology uh, in a smarter way where you could start to use cameras to see more of what's going on in real time, uh, reduce the number of guards that you have out in field, use the guards that you have assigned security guards out in the field uh, more um, directly to where they're needed. Uh, We're finding most of our clients are finding savings on that side of the the equation to to fund the um, the software licensing costs for Isatana.
0: Matt, you announced a number of uh, other shareholding changes to your register recently, including the addition of the family office of VGW founder Lawrence Escalante as a major shareholder. Can you tell us more about these changes? Sure, absolutely. In the last
1: four months, it's been quite a dramatic change to our shareholdings. We, we had uh, two venture capital funds as our largest shareholders uh, back in June of this year. Uh, Both of those funds were nearing the ends of their life. So represented, you know, potential overhang in terms of uh, shareholdings and quite substantial shareholdings. Also, both of those funds had reached a cap in terms of ability to continue to invest in the business with growth. So I felt, you know, quite constrained in relation to our, um, our share structure at that point. The first change was that Go Capital, which um, was our largest shareholder, did a distribution in specie at the end of, uh, of June, so on the 30th of June, and distributed shareholdings to about 38 new shareholders into Isatana who were investors in that venture capital fund. Uh, the second major change was Ewa Capital, which was actually a venture capital fund I co founded some 13 odd years ago, but have uh, since moved on from there. Uh, they are winding up this month, in fact, and they sold 50% of their holdings to the family office of Lawrence Escalante. Now, Lawrence is the founder of Virtual Gaming Worlds, which is a very successful gaming industry business based here in Perth, uh, uh, extremely profitable organization. And um, and he's quite a fan of Isatana, having had direct relationships with, actually my chief operating officer, Kevin Brown, uh, used to work at VGW as the chief operating officer there. So there's a bit of sort of uh, old collegiate connection there. So Lawrence has taken a roughly 8% stake in the company through that acquisition with Ewer, and the balance of Ewer's holdings were distributed to another family office of a gentleman named Peter Mers, uh, who already had a stake in Isatana as well. So combining those two together with the new placement to Magnica, we've had a really big sort of tectonic really shift in our largest shareholders, and I'm pretty excited about it because now I've got... Family officers or corporate investors representing some 40 plus percent of the business, Uh, people who are interested to invest more in the company as we grow, uh, are no longer constrained by being at the end of their fund. And I've gotten rid of that substantial overhang that was, um, I I think, actually affecting our stock price.
0: Makes sense, of course, Matt. And uh, shareholders and, and potential investors always looking forward. What's what's next for the company?
1: look we we've got our, our new product now in market we we are very focused in the next three months to get a lot of clients uh, trialing that product and and getting to <laughs> paying us as quickly as possible so we'll be growing our client numbers uh, quite dramatically each of those opportunities represent the thin edge of the wedge in terms of total numbers of cameras for those. Uh, clients, so there's a big focus on revenue growth, getting the new product out in the market. The team's really humming at the moment. Um, it's a challenging hiring market, and yet Isatana, we've we've held on to our key people really, really nicely, even in in Perth where prices are going nuts for this type of uh, capability from the lovely mining companies, or is trying to poach from me. So look, I'm I'm super excited about the next nine months. It's wonderful to have our product. Uh, development process complete to a point where we're starting to ship to customers. It's great to have these types of partners, people like Magnica helping us uh, reach out around the world. So, yeah, it's all about revenue growth from here on.
0: Matt McFarlane, thanks for your time. Thanks, Tim. Really appreciate it.